Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on. Jim Jordan, bottom of the hour. Representative Jim Jordan, District 4 Republican, great state of Ohio. Make sure you stick around for that. Uh, it's going to be a very good interview. I should know. I, I've already done it. And uh, we talked to him about Ukraine, Russia, energy, Biden, January 6th, and, and so much more. Also, the pipe bombs from like 13 months ago that just sort of disappeared. We just don't even talk about it anymore. There you go. Have a good day. A pipe bomb, just, and they've asked the FBI for information, and they're not... They're not giving any information to the general house, just to the January 6th commission, which of course is Kabuki Theater. So the whole thing is very strange to me. So we'll have Jim Jordan, bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. It'll be campus reform next hour. We're going to give you the uh, update on what's happening in Ukraine today. And I do want to relay some something. People keep on writing me that, of course, I should know why Putin's doing this. Putin himself said so. And uh, I'll give you my commentary on that in a second as well. Uh, but not before I remind you. That it happens to be your lucky day. It's a Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? You want me, Carrie? Oh, yeah. Seems I got you like March at the end of the last hour? Don't yell at me. She's yelling at me the whole phone call. What's wrong with that? These people have to do it. Why shouldn't you have to do it? She immediately became a victim of my big, loud voice. Left here on my own. Should I leave a two-minute buffer at the top of the hour? Because I try to, if I have a minute, I'll take the call. Maybe it's not enough time. Learning every day. Let's do some, let's do some singing. Come on, bring it. Took the key. Feeling all right. I'm not feeling too good myself. Harmony. The worst part of having the flu. No, actually, I probably just blew your drums out. I'm trying to get that wax out of your ears from that flu. That's the hardest part, right? There's no wax in there. What you eating, Polo? What you eating? What you got? You got enough for the whole class? I saw you shove something in. What do you got? Fill us in. Come on, man. Was it gum? Nice. That is Polo, by the way. Look at that logo behind him. That's nice. Sam, what's going on? Good to see you. I would show you, Carrie, but she's uh, still in her her robe, I think, or nightgown. Uh, yeah. yep. Did you get dressed for the show today or not? I did because I had to go get some medicine, so I am dressed today. Oh, you've left the house? <laughs> I had to. I went to the doctor. Oh, you can leave the house, but you can't go and get by a camera so that people can see you? No, nobody wants to see me like this. No. Well, that's not different from every day, but we still put you on. Wow. What? Uh, what? Sick. Bring it in for the what? people, and you still... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark this day in the calendar because you have said I'm bringing it for the people seven times so far today. I know, just making sure everybody knows. Really bringing it for the people. All right, so I keep saying, which I think is an appropriate thing to say, I don't really know why Putin did this. Because if you ask somebody in Congress, it will be to reunite the Soviet Union, to bring back the old USSR and to start the Cold War. I've got a news flash for anybody who really thinks that's the only reason why this happened. Russian people and the Russian government didn't like the Cold War any more than we did. Because at any moment, they felt like we could blow them off the map. Just like at any moment, they thought we thought that they could blow us off the map. 
we had these drills in school and probably kids over in Russia or the USSR or whatever had the drills in school too. It was a horrible government there. It was disgusting fascism. They were trying to dominate the entirety of Europe. And thankfully it fell apart economically because we starved them through, through sanctions and so on and through diplomacy with Ronald Reagan. So fast forward to today and the easy answer is he's trying to reunite the Soviet Union. There is a piece of video that I have seen a couple of times in just a couple of little pieces of. And it's Vladimir Putin speaking, of course, Russian. And Vladimir Putin speaking Russian, allegedly saying, if you try to take Crimea back, it's never going to happen. And then he talks something about the history of the territory of eastern Ukraine. If I believe the translation, I have not watched the entire video. And maybe at some point I will, but I don't speak Russian and I don't know that I trust the translation, to be honest with you. In fact, there was something in Arabic probably three or four years ago that popped up in my feed that had somebody saying something ridiculously disgusting if you if you read the translation. Luckily, I've got a friend who speaks Arabic, sent it to her. She said that is not what he's saying. And I was glad to know that. See, I'm always going to try to, uh, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's. So I don't really know what he's saying because I don't speak Russian. But let's say, let's say that what the people who are sending me the video are saying is correct. Carrie, let's go, let's just be hypothetical for a second. Okay. Let's say he did say Crimea is gone. It's ours. It's part of Russia. Don't ever try to take that back. There's going to be a problem. And let's say that he says traditionally the eastern part of Ukraine is also Russia and we deserve to have that historically. Let's say he said that. Then why on day one was he going toward Kiev, which is nowhere near eastern Ukraine? Yeah, I don't know. Why did he go to Chernobyl? Why did he allegedly, you know, go in and start bombing, you know, women's shelters and, and maternity wards? What? Why is he in several parts of the country, not just in eastern Ukraine, claiming it as his land? So, on one hand, they want me to believe that this is about Crimea and about the eastern part of. Ukraine, which is historically, traditionally, ethnically Russian, yet he's everywhere else, too. So how do I, let's say we're going just with the hypothesis, we're just having a discussion in political science class. Does that make any sense, Carrie, as we watch the coverage? It does not, no. So, I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. And and if you want me to believe that this is only about those things, then why is he doing these other things? And nobody seems to have a response to that. I do ask Jim Jordan today. I said, listen, I don't think this is about him reuniting the Soviet Union. I mean, is that what you think? Is this about something else? Do we really know why he went in? And he gives his answer. He gives solid answers on energy, solid answers on on this conflict, solid answers on weakness in the White House, solid answers on on what's going on with all that. And it's a really, it's a really good interview. But I listen. I'm sure the government has Russian translators. There's one guy who keeps writing me, well, I'm sure with your resources you can get a Russian translator. Yeah, Carrie, get the Russian translator on this one. Um, okay, I'll work on that. Well, you used them last. Remember you wanted to sing Happy uh, no. Birthday in Russian that one time? <laughs> no, I don't recall that, actually. Yeah, so I do I take that, that as a compliment that listeners really believe that I've got a Russian translator like at my fingertips? It'll be easy for you to get. Get it. Look him. Let's go. That's the problem. Make some dinner. Get the Russian translator. Yeah. Maybe I'll fly to Ukraine and ask Zelensky, uh-huh. hey, I'm here. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so so what I'm saying is I'm going to keep on asking the question. And you got to, again, realize that you're sending the email to a real human being 
not to talk monkey who you think is you know just some person in, your, in the box in your car. You're shedding to a real person. So if you say something like, <laughs> you keep saying something that seemingly sounds like you don't know what's going on in Russia. Psst. With your resources, you sh- shut up. I'm like you. I'm inquisitive. I'm asking questions. I'm trying to find out what's going on. And I hope to find out. I hope to get some good, solid answers. Not just, it's not like I'm going to have the solid answer and say, okay, I got them. Not just for me. I want the solid answers for my audience because I want you guys to say, oh, wow, Pags really did find out what's going on. Now, I can't get into the, into the mind of Vladimir Putin. Not at all. Never going to be able to. Not that guy. But he, along the line, somewhere told somebody something that would make sense in his evil mind why he's doing what he's doing. And saying it's about Eastern Ukraine and it's about about um, Crimea, it's not. It can't be, or else he wouldn't be everywhere else. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. You do have the latest on what's going on, right? I do, yeah. Give me that if you don't mind. Um, this is from the Washington Post. Officials in Ukraine's southern city of Mariupol accused Russian forces of bombarding the besieged seaside hub Thursday amid international condemnation of a strike a day earlier that tore through a maternity hospital, killing at least three people and injuring 17. As the war entered its third week, and there were scant signs the catastrophe or the global implications would end anytime soon. High-level talks between Ukraine's foreign minister and his Russian counterpart dissolved Thursday without any progress, nixing hopes of a ceasefire as the number of civilian casualties rises. Russian President Vladimir Putin signaled that even though the economic consequences for his country were devastating, he intended to stay the course. In Mariupol, which has now been choked of food, water, and electricity for days, and whose evacuation routes have been shut off by fierce shelling, the damage was particularly grave. An advisor to the mayor's office said Thursday people had sheltered in basements, bodies littered the streets, and a single functional hospital was at capacity. Local authorities have sought for days to deliver aid to the city and to open a corridor for civilians to get out, but they say the shelling has prevented residents from leaving. Mariupol's mayor said the city was going through Armageddon and had faced two days of hell, saying in a video today that planes visited residential areas in the city every 30 minutes, killing civilians, old people, women, and children. I'm sorry, they're in Mariupol in the southern part of Ukraine? Yes. Well, by definition, is southern the same as eastern? Um, I'm, I'm never really sure about that. Uh, no, it's not. So that would not be eastern Ukraine? No. Huh. But I thought it was about eastern Ukraine, and if I get the translator to tell me, I thought the translator was going to say, hey, listen, man, this is eastern Ukraine. What's your deal? It's weird, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Don't call me with some, some indignant, indignant you know, response that I should know more than I know and hire some translators. Let's have a conversation. What do you really think is going on? Are you buying the standard line that he's trying to reunite the Soviet Union? Is something else going here that we don't know? Because there's always speculation. Like, well, yeah, because Biden's got some pretty deep ties in Ukraine. What's going on there? What is Russia trying to find on Biden? Why isn't Biden doing more? Why don't we do something to stop Russia from going in? Is Biden happy to have Russia go in there and maybe wipe out whatever is- issues he's had and his son had there? Who knows? I don't know. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Coming right back. Joe Pags.
you thanks. Jim Jordan on the program in about 11 minutes, 11, 12 minutes. It'll be Representative Jim Jordan, District 4 Republican, great state of Ohio. Make sure you stick around for that. We talk about everything, Ukraine, Russia, energy. We talk about January 6th committee, whole lot of stuff. Make sure you stick around for that. I uh, just got this. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, no. What? It must be about me. You're getting ready to throw up in your mouth, I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Now you must read it. Go ahead. Miss Carey is sounding extra red velvety this evening. <laughs> Get well soon. Ew. Oh, that's very nice. Thank ew. you. I appreciate that. It's not ooh. It's an ooh. It's very nice. Thank you. Red Could velvet. be my favorite email of the day today oh. from Judy. In Connecticut. Judy in Connecticut. Is Joy Reid stupid? I'll listen for your answer. <laughs> okay. All righty. <laughs> Let me help you with that. Yes. I'm going to give you a yes on that one. Let me put that right up there. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, sometimes they just nail it. Sometimes okay. they just nail it. Yeah. Simple. Um, lady called from, um, actually wrote from Minneapolis. She wasn't having it. Listen to the show. She heard Marsha call in. She's like a typical liberal in, in uh, Minneapolis and then and links to a CNS news story that talks about why surgeons wear masks. Well, first of all, think about it. The people who are on the operating table generally have a, a comorbidity in that they're being operated for some reason. Secondly, you don't want the droplets from the, from the operators to go into their open body cavities. I think that would be an issue. But uh, yes, of course, there's a major difference between a surgeon in a surgical sterile um, situation wearing a mask and somebody on a plane that has great ventilation and nobody's being operated on wearing a mask. So a little bit different there. And I don't have it here, but somebody also wrote in that they, they were happy that you were you were working even though you had the flu. I think you're being a baby oh, about it, but whatever. Well, I'm not being whatever. a baby about it. No, I'm not. When I wrote you earlier, oh, you. I appreciate that. hey, you have any stories that you want me to do? You're like, I'm sick. I'm, I'm not going to go into that building. And no, I'm not saying I'm going to no. work. No. <laughs> and I said, I are you sure? Those things. You said, I'm going to try. Like, like real, real attitude. Like you're like a 14 year old well, when, when you get sick. No, you cannot imply what I'm. I'm not implying. I'm saying it. What I'm, I'm saying, literally saying I'm it. Saying I'm going to try to get through the show. That's what I meant. Do I have to go through and read exactly what you wrote? You don't want me to, do you? Because <laughs> you know it was snotty. I stand by it. It's it was not, not going to look. Snotty. It was not snotty at all. No. I said, Again. we'll watch something on the TSA extending the mask on plane <laughs> BS. Baseball lockout ending, please. And your answer was fine. And then working from where you're working from. And I said, you're still sick. I have the flu. Well, I, I no. I, then me, two sentences. I hope like you feel better. I appreciate you still working. That sucks. You're going to be able to do it. I'm going to try. <laughs> so don't act like you were a little Miss Nicey, okay? I'm, say, I'm just saying I'm going to try. You're like my sixth yes. daughter, to be honest. <laughs> Well, I'm right. much younger than you are. So. Uh, well, I, I, I could, I'm not old enough to be your father, let's be honest. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Mia is in Yakima. Mia, what's going on? Hi. Hi, it's been a while. Okay, I have a part answer and something else that's really, really bothering me. Okay. Okay, one, I think Putin wants to unify Russia in every sense. In uh, 2019, economical... I can never say that right. Bartholomew, Orthodox Eastern Church, um, gave the okay to have Ukraine Church be independent from Moscow. 
that totally irritated Putin. He wants to be unified in every sense, not just in land. Right. Okay. And he's not acting like an Orthodox Christian. I, I, I know that you listen that. all the time and that you, and, that you write me all the time, Mia, but, but do me a favor. Don't say a bunch of stuff here that you can't verify. If you got verification. Oh, I can't. Yeah. You, it well, did well, happen. Well, then, well, then, in 2019. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying it didn't happen. You, you, you know me pretty well. I'm not saying it didn't okay. happen. I want you to source it. And I don't want to say Mia and Yakima said so. I just want you to say I got this no, from no, no. Okay, Black. I can send it to you. It, it's, there's many places. But this is, I'm actually shaking. This is what bothers me the most. These liberals. Can I, I, I'm so shaken. I am so pissed. Why are you shaking? These liberals like Stephen Colbert and all these people that say suck it up with gas. Um, oh, go to a dictator like Berdano from, Murdoch, from Venezuela. Moderna, from what yeah. I remember, he's not even recognized as the president. Right. Um, there was a lady Maduro. that called you in your show on Tuesday from Boston. And just, she was complaining about gas and said, well, why does Ukraine even matter? I'm here. You know, she couldn't put two and two together. I'm seeing the graves of the people being put in, you know, of the dead people in graves. My grandparents are in a pile of bones somewhere. I have no idea where because of people fighting for their freedoms. And it's happening again. And it just, it sickens me. These people like Joy Reid who says we don't care, you know, we only care because of white people. I cried for 10 days, I told you this, in Afghanistan for 10 days at least. And what are they? They're mostly Muslims, right? No, well, they, they, they would be considered brown, yes. Yeah, they're people. These pe- these elitists, how the people, I never look to them to, to lead my life and how I do things. But the, right now, Russia and the Prada, the propaganda and the lies, it's just so sick and I'm so sad. And we need to help them in any way we can. It's sad. You know, my, my mother never knew her mother. She told me, I just found this out after 50 some years. My mother was left an orphan at two and a half years old and her younger brother. She, I just found out this weekend. She said, I remember being young, and I know my parents were dead, they were murdered, and I was afraid I couldn't sleep unless the light was on. I was afraid they'd come and get me too. She, she had to be carried on my, on my grandmother's back to leave from the mountains in Greece to go to Kalamata, which was a city and it was safer, walking, 1947. So when you see these people walking out of Ukraine to safety, there's many people went through this too. My grandparents were one of the 600,000 that were killed in 1947 against communists. And it's just so sad to see. I'm sorry it's a long call. I've been well, well, well Mia, listen, I, I, I hear you, and, and I appreciate you. You write me all the time. I know that you're, you're a great listener, and you're somebody who's really passionate about freedom and liberty. Thank you. I appreciate you calling in. You know, what, what we can do, it emotionally affects us. We watch this. We hate this. We don't want this. But if the answer is sending in American troops or artillery or, or tanks, I'm against it wholeheartedly. Those around there need to do better in keeping Russia in check. And by those around there, I mean all of Europe. They're right there. Because if they just turn a blind eye, they could be next. So I hear you. I feel the same way you do in in many senses. But I certainly don't want us to go over there and fight another war. It doesn't make any sense. They have to step up in that region. Keep it here. Jim Jordan up next. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have this guy on. He is District 4 Republican, the great state of Ohio. It is Jim Jordan. Jim, how are you? I'm fine, Joe. Good, good to be with you today. It's good to have you on, man. The people in your district love you. We, we have them listening every night. They call in all the time. Um, I love that you're a straight shooter. You're somebody who doesn't take any guff. Um, uh, President Trump says he wouldn't want to arm wrestle you, much less wrestle you, and that you're the most fit guy <laughs> he's ever seen. So, I mean, there's a lot going for you. You know, he's, he, he's well, a good guy, is he? He's out there. He's, he's not slowing down, is he? No, he is not. And he is one tough individual, best president we've had. Um, you know, I always say, and I'm sure we've talked about it before, but you think about it, he, he did more of what he said he would do uh, with, with the most opposition. I mean, every Democrat against him, everyone, the press against him, the mainstream press against him, that is. Um, every uh, half the, seem like it sometimes, half the Republicans. And of course, maybe most importantly, the, the entire bureaucracy. Uh, and yet did what he said he would do, accomplish things. And what a contrast between where we were just 14 months ago and where we are today. Um, so I think, I think the country misses President Trump. I don't think I've ever asked you this, and it's Jim Jordan. Get his book, uh, Do What You Said You Would Do. It's a great read, and it's exactly what he just said. If, you, if you're going to run on those things, do those things once you get into office. I don't think I ever asked you this. Were you skeptical of Donald Trump, the businessman, when he started running, or did, did you feel confident that he was going to do pretty well? Well, I, I, don't think, I don't think the country knew, but we knew the town needed shaken up. Yeah. Uh, and he, he campaigned and said he was going to do that. And when he got there, he did. I remember early on, Joe, in the, in the uh, West Wing, in one of the offices, they had a big whiteboard. And they had literally every single promise they made to the American people. Wow. And they had written them all down, and they were checking them off, checking them off as they were accomplishing things. Now, that's how a businessman operates. That's how someone who understands leadership, understands commitment, understands keeping your word, keeping your promises. I, I, that's what so impressed me about him. And like I said, he did it with everyone coming after him. And you know what? He was so effective at shaking up that town, they haven't quit. This whole January 6th thing is all about making it so he can't run again because um, they're so afraid of someone who will come to that town, do what the American people want, put America first, that they'll do anything they can to try to stop him. It's uh, Representative Jim Jordan, District 4 representative of the great state of Ohio. Um, it, what's interesting about, about all of that is that even like these former Trump staffers, Stephanie Grisham shows up on The View, and, and their big complaint was that Melania Trump might not speak five languages, it's only three or four. Jim, this is how stupid it is. Anything they can find that has a Trump at the end of it, they're going to mm. attack it, and they think that it's going to be effective. Yeah. They must be scared to death yeah. that he's going to run again in 24, which I think he will, and that he's going to win again. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is going to run. I, I want him to, and I think he is going to uh, do it, and I think he's going to win, as you say. Um, yeah, he so upset that town, so upset the establishment, the swamp, whatever term you want, the bureaucracy, whatever term you want to use. He came in there doing what he said he was going to do and fighting for us. You know, he said that he had a great speech at CPAC a couple of weeks ago, and he said in that speech, he says, they come after me because I'm fighting for you. Nice. And that is so true. And the thing he does when when he every speech every rally I've ever been with everyone I've ever watched he connects with his audience because the people of this great country we the people know he in fact is fighting for our interests law enforcement veterans soldiers uh, our, our servicemen and women small business just regular Americans who make the country work versus the elite on the coast who think they're so much smarter than us. Um, he's fighting for us, and that's what I appreciate most about it. U.S. Representative Jim Jordan, District 4 Republican, the great state of Ohio. Get the book, uh, Do What You Said You Would Do. It's an amazing read because it actually gets into, if you said it in the campaign, you should go ahead and do it once you get that office. And a lot of people, I think the, the vast majority don't. Hopefully they're starting to wake up to the fact that they should. Let's talk about Ukraine. Russia 
going to Ukraine, everybody that I spoke with, I just had Cruz on yesterday. So oh, it's because he's trying to reestablish the Soviet Union. And Jim, that might be Putin's goal, but what is he saying? What he, he's saying something about getting rid of the Nazis in Ukraine or some crap. Yeah. What reasoning did Vladimir Putin put I mean, out there in public? Here's why I'm going in. Do you know? Yeah. Well, he's, no, he said all kinds of crazy things, but uh, I mean, and he's, he's a bad guy, obviously. And we, we, we stand with the people in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, we're, we, we should help them in, in any way that we, uh, that we can, that, you know, doesn't, we got to be careful. I mean, there's, there, there's, there's things with, with NATO and with this, this no fly zone. I think we've got to be real careful about not going there. Right. Um, so, but, but yeah, but the, the, we stand with the Ukrainian people. What he did is invade a sovereign country and he had, he said all kinds of crazy things when he did it. But I think you got to go back to one of the key reasons why bad guys do bad things is because when they see weakness in the Oval Office, and I get no satisfaction in saying this, we wish it weren't the case, but it just in fact is when, when, when Joe Biden projects weakness from the Oval Office, gives into the Nord Stream pipe, uh, pipeline, makes it tougher for us to have energy here at home and be energy independent, that all sends a message to bad guys, and they're going to do bad things sometimes, and that's what happened here. Um, and it's, it's as wrong as wrong can be. It is uh, Representative Jim Jordan. Let me ask you about Biolabs. This suddenly came out of the blue from this Newland woman mm. who's a part of the administration. In front of the, I think, the Senate Intelligence uh, Committee, Cruz was there. Rubio was talking to her. And she says, well, they don't, I don't know about biological weapons, but they've got several biolabs. And now the allegation is that we somehow funded bio, biological labs in Ukraine and Putin is going in there to target them. What do you know about that, if anything? I, I don't, um, you, you know, we don't want to jump to any conclusions. I thought it was interesting. It's been, it's been interesting to see some of the things written in, in you know, outside the mainstream press about right. it uh, since that exchange with Senator Rubio and, and Victoria Nuland took place. I will tell you this. I, I don't put a whole lot of, um, well, I just say this. Victoria Nuland, Susan Rice, Jake Sullivan, Bill Burns, Wendy Sherman, that whole crowd who runs our foreign policy is the same crowd who ran foreign policy in the Obama-Biden administration, the same crowd who gave us the – the, the, the tragedy that was Benghazi. So I don't put a whole lot of uh, weight on what they say or do, right. but I am, I'm intrigued by that exchange. And we do know that there was a lab in Wuhan, China, that everyone told us, oh, no, 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 the virus didn't come from there. It was a, you know, a bat to a pangolin to a hippopotamus to Joe right. Rogan, and then we got it. Right, exactly. Even though, even though there was a lab there doing gain-of-function research with our tax dollars and everything pointed to that lab, and we know Fauci looks like he sure covered it up. Right. So I do know that background. So I think all that makes this interesting. We're going to have to just figure it out. It is um, U.S. Representative Jim Jordan, District 4 Republican in the great state of Ohio. Get his book. It's called Do What You Said You Would Do. It's on Amazon. It's doing great, and it should do great because it's a great read. Um, uh, when it comes to Ukraine, when it comes to what we're doing in there, as you said earlier, they, they see weakness being projected by the White House, so they go in and they take Georgia. They go in and they take Crimea. Uh, they Well, they attack Georgia. didn't take it, but they, they, they uh, install puppet governments all around them. They fear a Western-style democracy next door to them, Jim. That's clear. So how do we end this thing? Yeah. We, we, we know they went in there to, to make Ukraine more Russian. They want it to be less American. So what do we do to stop this guy from, anytime he feels like it, rolling tanks into I, his neighbors? Yeah, I think we do everything that we, 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 you've seen us do here. We make it tougher for uh, Russian energy to be, um, you know, we, we ban now that, that, that here in America. We did that yesterday. Uh, we put the sanctions on place. We do all we can. We try to provide the weapons and support that we can uh, for Ukraine. Um, I think we do all that. And frankly, I do believe that, that, that there's been some, some, 
slower pace than Putin expected, at yeah. least if you can believe what we're seeing there. Um, and I think the world understands when you see someone do the, the terrible thing. I mean, the bombs that are hitting like hospitals and orphanages and we're, we're, we're talking about women and children. This is right. just this is just so, so wrong. Um, I, I do think that all helps um, helps us in this in this fight to hopefully get this thing stopped. But um, we're again, we, we maybe it may take a while, but let's hope it works out. It is uh, Representative Jim Jordan. When it comes to energy, what this administration has done has harmed us greatly. Uh, I'm sitting in the state of Texas where we produce all this energy. Alaska was going to produce a lot more energy. Uh, and Jen Psaki keeps on lying that no policy by Biden stopped anything. The first day the Keystone XL pipeline was stopped. And Jim, there was an article two days ago from the Alberta premier yeah. who said... If you start the Keystone XL pipeline today, it'll be up and running by first quarter in 2023. What that means to me and to you and anybody who's got a brain is if we didn't stop building the Keystone XL pipeline, it would be open today. We'd be getting eight to 900,000 barrels a day from our friends in Canada. We could have shut off Russian oil as part of a sanction before the war. So, so Jim, when they respond yeah. with, we're not going to restart Keystone XL, that's not going to help anything. And it's about climate change, but we're okay with Venezuela and Iran and Saudi Arabia making more oil. <laughs> How does somebody with a brain yeah. make sense out of this, my friend? No, you, you can't because you know they're not being square with us. I mean, I mean, look, plus, here's the other thing. The message you send to the market is also important when you're talking about a worldwide commodity. Right. So if you send the message that, oh, we're going to do everything we can to produce here, that's going to help with price as well. So that, that's what they don't tell you. They're also not being square with you on, on leases in Anwar and leases on other federal land. That They're not being square with you on that. Remember the headlines about a year ago, they said, oh, Biden makes first move. The first couple of days of his administration, there was headlines saying Biden's going to move away from oil and gas and climate change is front and center. Right. So they started on this right away, and that's what put us in this position. And they're the left. They despise, they despise oil and gas. They're trying to get rid of the internal combustion engine, and their attitude is what really frosts me. When Pete Buttigieg, Secretary Buttigieg says, oh, go buy an electric vehicle, when, when Colbert says, I'll just, uh, I'll just drive my Tesla – I mean, it's like they have disdain for folks in middle America who, who work in manufacturing and, and agriculture, who make things and grow things and drive pickup trucks. Right. The, 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 the disdain is that that's what Bob remember when remember when Anderson Cooper said, oh, uh, Trump supporters stay at the uh, stay at the Marriott and eat at the Olive Garden. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about you know a lot of your listeners, Joe, but a weekend at the Marriott and and uh, and, I'll, and eat at the Olive Garden, that's a pretty good weekend. You're kidding me? Ohio, that's a, that's a very nice weekend. That's the problem. Well, well, well it's yeah. it's them saying let them eat cake, Jim. I mean, that's really what it is. They they are yeah, Marie exactly. Antoinette, and they just don't understand when, when Colbert says, "Hell, I'll pay fifteen dollars a gallon." There are people waiting in line to try to save ten cents before it goes up tomorrow. So he just doesn't understand. Yep. They've never yep. worked a day in their lives, have they? Yep, they have not, and it's. Uh, Certainly not not the way that good folks in Western Ohio and Texas and Middle America work. You know the flyover country. I, I still remember Peter Strzok. There's all those text messages exchanged with with Lisa Page and the one where he's in the Walmart and he said, "I can smell the Trump supporters." And that is the disdain, really the attitude something. they have for the hardworking people of this country. We're sort of back where we started, Joe, because 
President Trump respects those people, respects all of us in this country who work hard every day and, 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 and make the country work where the elites on the coast, they're so much better than us, got their nose in the air all the time. That's what drives Americans crazy. It's kind of, kind of amazing. The billionaire really does respect hard work while the elite uh, and the establishment doesn't quite understand yep. who we are in middle yep. America. It's Jim Jordan. Yep. I appreciate you. Uh, go and get this book. Do what you said you would do. One last quick answer on Ukraine, if you don't mind, and I want you to just fill me in on what you're working on sure. with this pipe bomb stuff and I'll let you go. But how, yeah. how does this end? Because I heard today that the peace talks were ramping up. Maybe there'll be a ceasefire soon. What does that mean? How do you see this ending? Yeah, I hope there is a, peace, uh, uh, a ceasefire and then we can have some peace here. Um, we're, uh, again, we're going to have to see. Uh, I hope that, um, that, you know, the cooler heads prevail here and that, that, um, that the, the Russians and Putin says it's not worth all the bog, being bogged down here and he pulls out and realizes he shouldn't do these kind of terrible things. So um, the sanctions have got to help us uh, hopefully this, this, the position we've taken now on oil and gas from Russia is going to help us as well. Uh, but what would really help the American people is if Joe Biden would do the right thing on domestic oil and gas and increase production here. Uh, that would help all the families in our, in our great country. Make sure you get his book. And if you're in Western Ohio, make sure you keep on supporting him. It's Jim Jordan. Uh, Jim, fill me in on this, this pipe bomb story that we heard, uh, I don't know, two or three months yeah. ago. And then it just left the headlines. So, uh, Kamala Harris was somewhere that nobody thought she was going to be. And mm-hmm. then there were pipe bombs somewhere else. And we don't seem to be able to get any information yeah. on this. What have you found out? Well, we had a whistleblower come forward, and, and the, the individual uh, showed us an email that uh, had went out to FBI agents around the, the, the country, and it basically said, go, go talk to all your sources, see what we can figure out here. And I just found it kind of interesting because the, the, the email came 13 months, and it came in February of this year, so 13 months after this, these two bombs were found, and there's all kinds of footage of the guy who planted the bombs. And you know, I, I just know when – remember this, this terrible – uh, the terrible bomber uh, and incident at the, with the Boston Marathon. Yes. They had that guy within like hours. Remember the shootout at the boat in the, yeah. the backyard of some place? I mean, they figured out. And yet here we are 13 months later with this guy on videotape walking. They could sort of almost trace his, his, his route that he took when he planted these bombs at the RNC and the DNC. And we're now 13 months later still just sin. So we just asked for a briefing because we kind of like to know what the scoop is here. And they've been reluctant to give us any information over the last year. We had a colleague of ours, Bill Posey from Florida, who asked about this. And uh, the FBI basically told him, we're going to give information to the January 6th committee. We're not going to give it to Republicans or anybody else. And we're like, oh, well, that, that. so we want a briefing. We're going to, we want to try to figure this out. Um, and uh, we'll see what they uh, see what they do. We've given them a date, but whether they'll comply with that or not, who, who the heck knows? Well, the FBI is in the executive branch. Is this something that the president can say? Of course, you should talk to Jordan. Of course, you should talk to everybody and oh, fill them in on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but I tell you what, we sent letter after letter asking about all kinds of things. Uh, this this the FBI spying on and, and targeting uh, moms and dads at school board meetings, treating right. them like domestic terrorists and everything else. And we've gotten basically no response. Mostly, what we get is the middle finger from them. So it would be nice if they'd actually um, start answering some of our questions, and hopefully we can at least get a briefing from somebody at the FBI on this subject. Jim, I always take too much of your time. I promise this is the last question. You guys get power back in no- after November. Are you going to impeach this guy? Well, that will be a question for the conference. I do know we need to do the oversight. Uh, we need to look into the school board's issue, the debacle and, and the chaos on our border. Two million illegal immigrants crossed in one year's time. We need to investigate that, do oversight there. Uh, we need to investigate uh, Fauci 
And I think the the complete misinformation, disinformation he gave us yeah. and Francis Collins gave us and how they covered up this lab leak. So there's tons of things we need to investigate, as well as the Hunter Biden situation and, and everything else. Um, so we'll be focused on that, but we'll make a decision as a Republican conference if, in fact, the American people um, put us back in, in power. And I pray that happens. Uh, the border and COVID alone, I think, are impeachable. It's Jim Jordan, District yep. 4 Republican, the great state of Ohio. Get his book. Do what you said you would do. Jim, always appreciate your time. Thank you very much, my friend. Thanks, Joe. Take care, brother. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pegg Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. We love having Jim Jordan on. We will post that interview tonight right after the um, the show. A lot of you like to go back and see what he said again. It was a good 16-minute long interview. We try to make sure we cover all the bases. Go and check that out. Um, I like what he had to say. We're, we're going to find out. We're going to check it out. We're gonna, we just now heard about these bio labs from, from this woman. But then again, remember who she is. She's somebody who was part of the Obama situation and Clinton and and uh, Benghazi and all this other stuff. So we need to be careful what we believe, what we don't believe, and let's look into it very carefully. Got to remind you about Super Beats. Awesome. Super Beats actually rock because they bring you some nice energy. It's a nice boost of energy without thinking about getting more caffeine, without thinking about those energy drinks, without thinking about sugar, which can cause a, a nice increase in energy and then a crash. You're not going to get that from Super Beats. And Super Beats heart chews are made with non-GMO beets and grapeseed extract. They taste delicious. They are delicious. These Super Beats Heart Chews, if you haven't tried them yet, I want you to. The grapeseed extract uh, used in, in the Super Beats Heart Chews, it's used to promote healthy heart energy and normal blood pressure as a part of a, li- a healthy lifestyle. So you're doing well health-wise, but you're not feeling that, that boost, that kick. Maybe it's your circulation. Maybe it's your, it could be your blood flow. It could be your, your blood pressure. Try Super Beats Heart Chews, and right now, because you listen to my program, you're going to get a great deal. Get up to 45% off, plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That is JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off at JoeLovesBeats.com. Again, JoeLovesBeats.com. Make it happen right now. Don't have a whole lot of time this hour. I'm not going to take your calls here. Lots more coming your way next hour, including uh, campus reform. I understand, Carrie, that Jesse Smollett has been sentenced. That is correct. And I understand he's acting like a freak of nature in the courtroom. Yeah, well, I know he was crying before um, the punishment was handed down, so. We'll have that after the top. Yeah. Keep it here. Much more to come on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.